0: Welcome all again to the Into Deep podcast with me, Jake Wasif. Today we're going over, surprise, surprise, martial arts, <coughs> mostly jujitsu, jitsu uh, and all the accolades that come with it. Uh, some benefits are actually more surprising to it than you'd realise if you've never tried any martial arts before. And that's really what drove me to talk about it. Uh, Plus the fact that I'm obviously a massive BJJ head. Uh, My guests today are Eric Medina and Joey House, who some of you may know from the famous Los Angeles Jiu-Jitsu Club, located in West Hills, California, for all of you BJJ fanatics who want to go grapple and chill with these two bad mofos. Uh, And they've been teaching and practicing Jiu-Jitsu for a long time now, so uh, join me as I discuss with them what makes us compelled to put on a pair of pyjamas and strangle each other as we venture into the world of grappling and martial arts. There we go. Okay. Rolling. Now, basically, I picked you two because you're pretty prominent in martial arts. I think you guys know martial arts, right?
1: We know martial arts. I like the word prominent. Uh, I, I'll stick with that. We are prominent. I, can, I consider myself a guru. If you
0: know. <laughs> awesome. Um, and I basically wanted to get both of your guys' opinion, because even though it doesn't seem like it's like a huge deal or anything like that, the when I started taking martial arts, it actually changed, <laughs> it changed my life, man. But it basically, <laughs> it changed it in a way that I actually, it changed it in a lot of ways that I actually really haven't considered before and I wanted to ask you guys, well, how did you get into it, and then why did you stick with it, essentially, and, like, what are the changes that it's done for both of you? Uh, any of you can go first. It right, doesn't matter.
1: I guess uh, I'll, oh. I'll
2: go
0: first. Oh, wow. Uh, I guess we know I, 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 who's the more eager to... Yeah, anyway. No, just kidding. Uh, my
2: name is Eric Medina. you know heard of me. <laughs> I started martial Arts because I was very small. And every day I would get picked on.
0: He said was, but like that's still a <laughs> thing. <laughs> in, in
2: ninth grade in high school, I weighed 100 pounds, and it just so happens that there is a spot on the wrestling team of 103. And I joined high school wrestling, and I lost every match my first year, except my last match, and I took third at JV City. It was the happiest moment of my life.
1: <laughs> there, were four, there were four people. Uh, I beat the one, other guy was missing I beat one girl.
2: <laughs> but I just trained all summer, and I got like a little bit better, and I started winning matches, and I was like, oh, shoot, like, if you train and if you try hard at something, like you could get better, and I continually grew and was able to become a champion my senior year. And, you know, I I totally dug the fact that and could do, like, mind, body, and soul into something, and that was the first time because I never, I never did that in academics or anything like that, and school was okay, but, like, I specialized in lunch and, like, shenanigans, <laughs> you know? And uh, I wrestled in college, and then when college wrestling was over, I found John Jacques Machado Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, and that's when, like, the real martial arts aspect of my training came over. Because wrestling is, is a martial art, but it's pretty, you know, we don't bow, or there's no, like, not so much of a of a hierarchy or a tradition or anything like that. There's no belts. Mm. So, um, and I never did Taekwondo or any of that. So, like, that's my first taste of like, real martial arts. Well,
0: it's funny because, I mean, a lot of people obviously wouldn't, they wouldn't consider wrestling as a martial art more of a sport, and it's in the Olympics and everything. But it does have basically the exact same principles as any other martial arts or discipline. And there are levels to this kind of thing. And you can become like a. I mean, and it is really like. And I always tell people this too, even though like, I love Jiu Jitsu and I'll profess to anybody and any like woman if they really want to learn to defend themselves on the street, if you actually really want to learn to beat a guy up, I would actually probably suggest learning how to wrestle because it's essentially learning how to, you're dictating where the fight's going to go and then uh, everyone kind of knows how to throw a punch. With the Jiu Jitsu you can obviously, you can learn how to control and submit somebody but it does take a little bit more finesse whereas wrestling you can kind of just, Maul somebody, mm-hmm. and you see that like to this very day. But uh, that's pretty much a side note. Um,
1: but it's an interesting point because you said that you don't consider it a martial art, but well, other it, people don't. It, it I, I considered do. a quote unquote combat sport.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And, but
1: like, it's if you look at the uh, you know like the semantics of it, like mm. martial and combat, right? It's like it's mm. both going into like a militaristic aspect and like one just an art, one's a sport. And, like, people are now talking about jiu-jitsu kind of going more of a sport route than a, quote-unquote, martial art. But, I mean, it's, uh, you got to have, in order for it to kind of grow, in order to have some kind of competitions, there needs to be some kind of uh, goal besides just the ultimate one of submitting someone, or else it lasts forever. And so that's why point systems kind of come in. I mean, that's what probably wrestling was probably like, we just do this thing, we just take each other down until you pin the guy, but then mm. people were just like, oh, he's really hard to pin, we're both really good wrestlers, yeah. we can't do the pin only, we can't do that, we, gotta, yeah, we right. gotta implement some kind of system here where we can put a time on it and you get points, but it really like martial art, combat sport, it's essentially the same thing when you're, you're working on something that will help you defend yourself.
0: Yeah, and I guess the, that's a really interesting point that you mentioned that it's a sport thing, because even it's even though like it's a sport, or it, you can still use it to hurt somebody like a lot. Yeah, okay. Whereas so I guess that's why everybody considers boxing as like even though it's a sport, it's like dangerous because you see people get knocked down, and punched, and the same with any other combat sport. Whereas wrestling is almost like it, it's kind of harmless, but I mean people do get hurt, obviously. But it's yeah. like, that, so like it's
2: weird, right? Yeah, like, one is so offensive, you know it's offensive. One is like yeah. you know you're gonna get hurt. The other one's like oh don't hurt the guy.
0: Yeah, control, yeah. <laughs> control him, control yeah. him. Yeah and get the points, and then you win, mm-hmm. uh, rather than actually hurting him. Um, but, uh, so, when you started at John Jocks, what, what kept you there?
2: Uh, I don't know. Uh, coming from a wrestling background, I, I guess I should have maybe gone to a no-gi school, but I went right into the gi, and, you know, that was it. And, like, I enjoyed it. I was not good at it or anything like that. I was learning something brand new, and... You know, I was a true white belt for a year, and uh, I don't know. I just, I just dug it. It was cool. Didn't say I loved it at first. You know, like how could you love something like that? Like in the beginning, but like I think I started to really fall in love with it, like over over blue belt, mm-hmm. and like start to like understand a little bit more details, and then like, oh, and then I really started to pick it up, like after that you know? Yeah. Um, but just, you know, it was a cool school. There's always a lot of people there. There's, it's a fun time. Like everybody laughs. It's, it's fun. I think, um, I had a couple mentors right off the bat, a couple higher belts that, um, took me aside and just beat the shit out of me every day. <laughs> uh, Scott DeWitt being one of them. Yeah, He's a legendary character in my life and yeah. it was just, it was fun. It was cool.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. And, um, Actually, you know what? I should just like quickly note to anybody that is listening and doesn't know a damn thing about martial arts, jiu-jitsu doesn't involve anything to do with striking. It's purely grappling, and you have gi and no gi. Gi being where you wear pajamas and robes, and you actually use that to choke, strangle, and control your opponents. Gi doing the same thing without, similar to like high school wrestling. Um, for any of those people that think I do karate, I swear to God. <laughs> 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 I, think I do karate. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? Every time, look, like, no, no, that's really cool. Joe is a traditional martial artist.
2: He trained uh, karate <laughs> yeah. for, for many years. I actually trained Hapkido
1: for when I was a little kid.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah trained yeah.
2: under a real master, though.
0: Oh, wow. Yeah. Was it? <laughs>
1: <laughs> he didn't know. His, uh, his name was Jean Uh His academy's still there. It's right on the way to, uh, to Jean Jacques, And there was actually one time I went in because him and my parents were also good friends because we were there for a little while. My brother got a black belt under him. Now, you know, it's legit. You're still, you're still learning. I mean, and I get that. There's a lot of martial arts where you go over the kata a lot and things that you feel you won't use, but you do and it's better than, it's absolutely better than nothing and also what it was, especially it was great for kids, was that it instilled a discipline where you basically come and like the instructor goes like, attention, and everyone's like, yes, sir, and it's, there is something important about like, that militaristic aspect of someone says, get this done, you get it done. Uh-huh. And there's no questions. It's, there's, and I get that there's a balance of it in life. You can't be too, like you, no one wants to live in like an author, authoritarian uh, kind of like, lifestyle, but it's good to have that because you can't just be roaming around like a bunch of hippies all day. With no uh, direction or structure or discipline. Mm. And it definitely instilled that. But, so yeah, I stopped at his academy one day to just, like, to talk to him and thank him for getting me started on my martial arts journey. Mm. And, but he knew, I like, obviously he still knows who I am. He, like, we're friends on Facebook. And he even mentioned that, like, Higa Machado was doing a seminar, like, that weekend. So he invited me to that. Mm. Like, I'd be part of that. So, yeah, it was, uh, that's how I got started, was in Hopkido. Yeah. And then later on, it was wrestling.
0: That's cool. And then, uh, I mean, what was your reason for staying?
1: So when I felt in high school, I started playing football. I knew I needed sports. I was a terrible student all my life. I was the kid that, I, I would be the class clown that, like, the teacher always was like, you know what, like, he's all right, but it's, you don't ever do your homework or study for your test. It's like, Joey, I love you, but I have to fail you because you're the worst student. I've ever had, right. and so I was just I, that was who I was as a student. And then in high school, I first started playing football, and I fell in love with it right away. I was like, "All right, this is why I need this physical outlet." Mm. And I also like I remember my brother wrestled, and I always was always in the back of my mind like I should probably try that too. And me and a couple of the guys would stay after practices to wrestle around. And what was cool about that was like I recognized that that I had a really natural inclination towards. Where I had guys on the football team who were significantly better athletes within football, mm. I was able to out wrestle them. Mm-hmm. And so one of our football coaches like, "Hey man, you got to join the wrestling team." <laughs> I was like, "Sweet, let's do it." Joined the wrestling team, wrestled throughout high school. Uh, had a lot of like matches that really like you know defined me as a person as far as I had matches where I'm like, "Oh man, there's no way I can beat this guy," but I made it a goal. Like, you know what? I'm going to beat this guy, yeah. and ended up beating him and. I was going to play football in college, so that's why I was always getting big and lifting weights and doing all this stuff, but just at the end of uh, my wrestling career, I was like, you know what? I think I love this a little bit more. I'm in charge of my destiny, and it's great to be part of a team that's great, but at the end of the day, like our football team was terrible. I was always in the, <laughs> the weight room, lifting weights, trying to get stronger, and a lot of kids just didn't give a shit, so we had a shitty football team. Yeah. We're wrestling. You're in charge of your destiny. As much as you work... You're going to get those results. You could be on the worst wrestling team in the world, but still be a national champ if you put in your work.
0: Mm. And so
1: I did that. And so I wrestled in college. That's where Eric and I met. Mm. And during that time, we met some friends who did jiu jitsu. And it was always interesting that there were guys that, you know, being more like physically dominant than these guys, but all of a sudden I would take them down, like, you know, pass their guard, do all this stuff. But then, long, you know, after a long enough time, they would tap me out. Mm-hmm. Because this guy tapped me out. He weighs 140 pounds. There's no muscle on him. Like, I feel like I can ragdoll him, but somehow he was catching me in a choke or an arm bar. And so then, after college wrestling, like, I didn't sign up for a jiu gym right away. And there was this period of time where I just didn't have any of that physical outlet. And it, like, it drained on me. Like, emotionally, I was... I was an assistant manager at a Blockbuster, and they were about to promote me to manager. Oh, wow. And that's when I had this moment of, like, I need, like, I can't do this. Right. I can't, like, live this. life my Blockbuster <laughs> yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. i, I was was back, back, you
0: know, got a long, long back lengthy back career at Blockbuster. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I
1: joined the military in order to get that uh, that physical outlet, because I knew I needed that. I was right. like, all right, I was happy during this time when I was wrestling, but now that I'm just doing what I feel I'm supposed to be doing... You know, I'm a twenty year old kid, about to be twenty-one, I'm about to be manager, and like they paid like their managers fifty thousand a year. Mm. But I was like, I'm gonna get stuck here. I'm yeah. gonna get stuck here if I take this job mm. and like live this life. I can't do that. Yeah. So joined the military, joined as a reservist, uh, had a great time in boot camp, school of infantry, and then like during that time when I was out, I found jujitsu and then immediately I was like, All right, I I can't ever leave this. Mm. I need like I recognized that this was a thing in my life that I needed. And so I trained at a different, couple of different spots. I started at Big John McCarthy's Gym in Valencia. Uh, trained at, Brian Peterson gave me my blue belt. And there was a lot of instructors at that gym who actually wore John Jock Machado black belts. Felicia O oh was there. Mm. Um, we had a few other people there that were all John Jock black belts. Luis Salcedo? Luis Salcedo was there, yeah. Um, uh, Julio Juarez was there. And so... Then, like, I was going to school in Santa Monica, living in the Valley, and training in Valencia, so it became too much. So then I trained in street sports in Santa Monica with Anato Magno, uh-huh. who's also a black belt under Jean-Jacques. Uh-huh. Then I moved to Hollywood, and right down the street was Legends, where Eddie Bravo was, uh, like, that's where Ten Planet HQ was for a long time. Mm. Trained there, but then, like, a couple weeks in, he went to Burbank, so I trained there. Then I moved in with Eric. He was training at Jean-Jacques, and, uh... I came in, and John Jock, uh, gra- you know, he did jujitsu with me. And I was, you know, I came from a wrestling background, and I was starting to get pretty good at the jiu-jitsu stuff. The guys who were tapping me out, even if they were black belts, I like, still had to put an effort into it. But John Jock just did whatever he wanted to me. Mm. <laughs> and I remember rolling with him, like, all right, a, this is the spot for me, and b, like, this is how I want to feel when I roll with people. Mm. I want to tap you out a hundred times, but at the end of the role, you're not, you don't feel like someone just beat the shit out of you. Mm. You just tap and you're fine. Mm. And like, that's what I wanted people to feel like. And so that's why I stayed in John Jock and recognizing that I needed that physical outlet is why I stayed in jujitsu.
0: Yeah. And, uh, there's a lot of, there's actually a few points I did want to touch up on, like pretty much what both of you guys said. Um, one thing, I'm trying to think of the first thing, what was it? God, there was loads, uh, loads of points I wanted to touch up on, but, um, if uh, you Joey, it seemed that it was like you wanted the physical outlet, and uh, when you started football, uh, you were part of a team. And I guess when you you preferred to go into wrestling because you felt like you had more of a control over what you were going to do, which meant it it's a it's definitely a lot more personal, and it you didn't have to rely on anybody else for your own greatness. And when you came into something like jiu-jitsu, you it, it definitely for me this is a big point, but I feel like it probably applies to probably everybody was that you kind of got humbled because you were like, you were a lot more physical than these guys yet. They would like getting the edge, like the edge of you and the best yeah. of you. And it kind of like gives you a, like a huge perspective on everything. And the main reason I stuck with jiu-jitsu because I used to, when I was 15, uh, I started boxing and I, I did like boxing. I still love boxing. I'll watch it. Um, and I'll, I do like, I, I practice here and there, but um, I remember like the idea of, I was like fifteen. And I was like I wasn't. I wasn't a big kid when I was fifteen. I was pretty. I was like athletic, but I wasn't big. And I would uh, they would put, like pair me up against these big guys, and they beat the absolute living shit out of me. And I was thinking oh, this is like this is great and everything, but I'm not learning anything. I'm just getting beaten up, and I don't feel like I have like I don't know. I it I do love this, but I feel like I'm just going to get myself killed if I like ever really fight somebody. When I started doing jujitsu it kinda like it it was like, oh, for the first time ever I feel like actually this is this is it. This is actually how you can really defeat somebody. And then it kinda humbled me too, because I didn't think that all this stuff was possible. I kinda thought it was like some kind of like ah this is I'll try it. Mm -hmm. But like you know, like at the end of the day, if somebody like really wants to punch and knock you out, they're going to do it. And it's yeah. like, this is not true. This is yeah. just absolutely like com- this is a lie, it's stupid. And everybody knows that if you've watched like the early UFCs with Hoist Gracie and stuff like that,
1: What if you just seen like a bar fight.
0: Yeah, which uh, tra- <laughs> 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 yeah, it's uh, and you know, like physics are basically on a bigger guy's side pretty much every time. Yeah. The other guy is pretty much you know, if they're smaller, maybe maybe they got a chance of knocking you out or something like that, but um. The thing that I guess really sort of... With the most prominent thing about it was that I felt like I'm very fragile. I'm really, really fragile. And it's so easy to kill somebody. <laughs> like, it's really easy. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's, a, it's... Which sounds like kind of weird seeing as how we just do it every day for fun. Yeah. But you, it really, like, puts a weird perspective on it. And for me... It, that's where it started changing everything. Because not only did it like it helped obviously with like confidence and like understanding a lot more things, but then it also gave this idea that like people should be really careful. Yeah. Because uh, like, yeah, you, could, you It's really easy if you know what you're doing. And then on top of that, you should probably be careful about who you're actually going to like. Yeah. Like who you're going to pick a fight with or and whatnot. Because you don't you, you don't know a lot of these people. Even though they have cauliflower ear, you don't actually know what somebody's capable of. Yeah. And it was—it's the same with somebody who doesn't know, like, well, it is the, the the like the actual dilemma of someone who doesn't know martial arts, and they think they're like they're tough, or they think they can like do these things in life without realizing actually you were insanely fragile and you can die. Yeah. Um. And that was kind of like, and when I when I realized that, I was like, well, this is this is actually really good. It's not only like a discipline. Not only does it really help me with like. A lot of things, because a lot of people who typically take jiu jitsu are very like they like they want to keep healthy. They want to get better at it. It's physical. It, there's a lot of benefits to it, but it's also it gives you this perspective that not only am I really fragile, but everybody else around me is insanely yeah. fragile. Um, it's as tough as somebody might be. Like you can somebody can really die from this. Yeah. And um,
1: I, I say that it builds uh like a confidence equilibrium that yeah. you recognize that you're capable of a lot more than you are, yeah, but yeah. that, like, don't size up someone yeah. <laughs> because of, they might be able to beat the shit out of you and do any of this stuff to you, even if they are a woman or if they weigh... On They're smaller a child. Yeah. Like, yeah. like,
2: you know, because there is, like, you know, the, the Grace Gundrums, like, yeah. like, a little 15-year-old kid that, like, oh, what do you do? I just murk people. Nicky yeah. Ryan, right? Yeah. I would, not, uh, I would not think that he would be so elite. But he like, doesn't even look like a yeah. he wants to do. He doesn't that have stuff. strength yeah. like he yeah. doesn't even have yeah. a man man-sized body yet. Yeah. And he's elite. So yeah. Not that's, that, like, that's, like UFC that's fighters. The technique, right? Fighters. Mm. The, the,
1: that uh that if you just like bump into him at a bar, like you just like look, you're like, hey man, watch it, you just, like there's nothing about them mm. physically that that says to you, like, this guy can destroy me. Yeah. But like knowing who they are, you're like, oh, this guy can destroy me. Yeah. And so it kind of a gives you that perspective of don't go about starting fights, because you never know. You don't know mm. who can do anything to you. But on the flip side, it, like, for me personally, like I walk around with more confidence in the world, knowing, like, I'm not trying to start fights, but chances are the kind of person who would try to start a fight, mm. that I know enough to keep myself safe mm. and to, you know, to subdue this person and to hold my own.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, I mean, you always, <laughs> I mean, you'll see it in movies where like, you know, like the, what, I don't know, name it, like any Kung Fu movie where like the big bad guy is like, Pff, like how dare you like uh-huh. ever disrespect me and then in the movie they kick their ass and everything like, like that. Would he, like, like, <laughs> oh right, yeah, yeah. Tony Josh, oh, wow, to that guy, but, um, and not, and it's weird With because, geek,
2: it would not be so good.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Can you down. put this on? <laughs> um, but watching those movies, and I mean, like, no one actually. People like they have this like weird kind of like warped view on like a martial art because of all these kind of, like, movies where, they see all these like flying kicks and stuff, and I guess like it's kind of like well, it's not really it's not really real in a lot of ways. I mean, it's not to say that someone couldn't do that. Yeah. But uh I guess, and not to like, not to. Like, talk badly about any other martial art because it's all it, it, they all have their own, like, really cool like aspects to them. But particularly with jiu jitsu, when I'd started doing it, it was like a, this is, this is re- actually a genuinely, really effective thing that someone can really use to, against someone in a fight. And um, it was not only so when I started doing that, not only did it uh, all these things become apparent to me, but then it started, I started realizing that I think the. I'm going to sound like one of those like Scientologists that come up to you in the street and say yeah you, you want to get a test but I feel like it's it, a lot of people a lot more people should be doing this yeah. in a way and then I'm thinking more that like, you know it's not for everybody because I have tried to get people into jiu-jitsu and they just even though they actually they enjoy doing it and it's like they're naturally very good at it they're just like no I don't want to do this yeah. and I hate it I hate it so much because well, i like this. <laughs> yeah there's just aspects of
1: it that other people just don't enjoy I had an ex-girlfriend that was that did it, was enjoying it, and then as soon as, like, somebody sweat in her mouth, she's like, oh, yeah, like, um, yeah. like this, this, has been a fun, this has been a fun journey, yeah. but I, I don't ever need to experience that again, and yeah. so, and so it's, like, for someone like me, it's just a byproduct. Like, yeah, someone will sweat, it, sweat in your mouth at some point, mm. uh, just get over it, yeah. because it's jujitsu, and it's the it f- is, best thing in the world. It is yeah, kind of yeah. cool, though, like, when you introduce it to
2: somebody, and they're like, I'll try it. And yeah. you're like, oh, oh, I like this too. And, like, they yeah. stick with it. And you're like, yeah. oh, shoot. Like, yeah. and they're like, oh, I'm in it. Because, you know, me and Bonnie, um, she didn't train before I met her. Mm. And I brought her to a gym once and she dug it. Mm. And then we looked around and we signed her up at V-Mac. And yeah. then that was it. She trained, you know, three days a week for, like, then four days. And then finally we're like, oh, shoot, she really dug it, you know. And, yeah. and it is cool, too. Like, you know, Jiu-Jitsu is for everyone. Yeah. But also, like, you know, for ladies or for smaller people, like, you get more out of it, because then you get to, to really, like, not beat up on somebody, but, like, get, be physical, like, you know, and, like, mm-hmm. that's, like, you know, to sweat, to breathe hard, to get your exercise, like, it fills so many things in life, and you learn to every day. Yeah. So, it it is, like, you know, we are continuing our education, like, you know, this is a... Do you find in Jiu-Jitsu too, people who want to improve themselves a lot? Yeah, you know? yeah
0: absolutely. So. And I guess that that's what it was, was, like, not only was this just a means of, like, having fun and being able to defend yourself, but, it, like, I found that it had, in, like, an insane amount of benefits to just absolutely everything. And then I started realizing that it wasn't – I mean, even people in Jiu-Jitsu, they're, they're not exactly – like, I mean, even we look up to, like, people who are black belts because they – For some reason, they have this aura that they've done everything in life just because they have the belt. Um, But a lot of people, the you know, they're just they're just normal people. They have their own problems like everybody else too. But it seemed to like it it seemed to just have an effect on everything. It seemed to have an effect on the way I eat, the way I started viewing like things like you could do things that you you know you weren't able to do before. It it gave I don't know it gives you this like sort of completely different perspective on absolutely everything, and it, it like and I. One of the thing you mentioned that you know Bonnie didn't train before you met her, and that was one of the things that kind of worried me about um, my ex girlfriend was that she's particularly small. She's uh, like under five feet, and she doesn't exactly know how to defend herself. And she didn't really carry weapons with her all the time. And I'd always get a little bit nervous if she was like coming home late and going into like because there's there was a parking lot that, right by where we work. And, of course, yeah. I mean, and people have been mugged. Like girls have been mugged, sadly, by the girls there. Uh, and you know, things have happened and I always wonder, well, if she did know how to just do a couple, like God, even just like, even if you just understood the concept of just being in God, yeah. that could probably like do a lot of wonder for somebody. Cause I mean, it will buy them time. Could, you never know what t- someone might like, you can buy you enough time for somebody to see and to then help you to, or it might, you know, I don't know. It well, might, the
1: person above me might be like, this isn't worth my time. Like, this, per- yeah. this person is way too difficult to deal with and they get them out of the way, you know? Yeah. So it's important. It really is. If you can, you buy some kind of time or do anything like that. Mm. It's so important Just to have like a bait. and it also like how it, the, the confidence it gives you, like walking home from work, so you're not worried about yeah. these things as much.
0: Yeah, and I, I, I mean, I, I don't want, I don't want anyone to like get the idea that they, like it's going to save your soul in absolutely every situation because. Obviously, there are weapons. I can't choke out a bullet. I definitely cannot deflect a knife. <laughs> like, um, but then again, and I suppose that's every, everybody's going to have that argument of like, well, why not just carry a weapon? And then I thought that too, and you know, like, I wouldn't be against it. It's not like the most horrible idea. Having said that, though, when you do have a, a weapon and you use that to defend yourself, that's also kind of like a... There's a caveat in that in itself, in the fact that you're... Seriously, going to hurt somebody. Whereas,
1: yeah. or they could take that weapon uh, and use on that... you, and now they have your weapon. Exactly, having carried weapons, like you yeah. know,
2: it is. It becomes an escalation of force. Like it mm-hmm. is, you just whatever is happening, you just because there's a weapon, it just raised and an the next bar of how critical as could be. Yeah. And you know, like I, I've carried uh, guns and rifles and everything like that for a long time. Yeah. I don't miss it at all because I, mm. I have this, you know, uh, uh, a hidden inside technique that never goes anywhere. Yeah. But I will be the first to walk away from a situation. You know what I'm saying? Like there's no, there's, this is for like, uh, oh, self-defense. Like there's no other option. You need, you need to do something. You cannot walk away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I get like, oh, okay, like somebody says something to you on the street, like that's the not cause for a fight. You know what I'm saying? Like you yeah, yeah. you control self better.
0: Absolutely, yeah. And I, that's I, that was the biggest thing for me was realizing this guy he has no idea. He has, like, this, he has no idea that this, this person can seriously hurt him. He's, he's just that. Has this warp perspective on life and he's walking around with it. And I think that person probably wouldn't have such a weird and warped view on life if he actually just kind of went to a jiu-jitsu class and got his ass kicked and humbled a little bit.
2: A lot of times it's the ego that prevents that, or it's the, like, it's never even, it's never even gone across our head that it's possible.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's weird. Like, no one ever thinks that no one could ever take me. I'm like a, I'm an Olympic lifter. Sometimes
2: that happens here, and then they'll be like, oh, can we go again?
0: Yeah. All right, like, we'll be one of these. Yeah.
2: And then we'll never see them again. Yeah. Or they'll come back. Sometimes, you know, that happens
1: what's also good about martial arts is that it's so much more than just self-defense. Self-defense is mm. an amazing aspect of it. Sure. Being able to go through the world knowing someone tries to do anything, I have tools at my disposal mm. to protect my physical body. Mm. But as far as like, what it gives for you, I, mean, I don't like going to the gym. I find going <laughs> to the gym and running on a treadmill and lifting weights to be so boring. It, yeah. just, it doesn't do anything for me. But... Like, I know I'm burning my calories, and I'm getting my muscles going, and I'm getting my cardio going. And even, like, going back to, like, Eric mentioned, like, the people that do it are looking to improve themselves. Mm -hmm. Like, being somebody very into personal development, I, like, I see the -hmm. bridge going very deep. And even, like, Tony Robbins has a, uh, he basically, like, if you go to one of his, like, UPW events, he talks about, like, this wheel of life. And it's, uh, it's about seven different things. So it's your physical body, mm. your sense of emotions, meaning, uh, your relationships, your sense of time, mm. your career, your finances, and your sense of contribution. Mm. Now, if all, all seven of those things you feel are at tens, there's no way you can be unhappy because that's essentially what life is. If all those things are doing well. You're going to be fine. Mm. But usually what happens is sometimes we're... Lacking in one, and it kind of starts bringing the others down. But what I have found with jujitsu is that, it, like, at least four or five of them, just by doing jujitsu, mm-hmm. I feel that it's leveling up my stuff, my physical body. Every day I get a workout, and like that's my physical body is taken care of. I don't need to worry about it. am I going to go to the gym today? Because I just look forward to going to jujitsu, and it's fine. Uh, emotions, meaning, so when I get done jujitsu, I look at it as like a meditation. Sometimes when I'm going into the gym. I'm starting, like, you know, I'm thinking, like, man, like, you know, I got to pay the bills, I got to go to school, I got to go to work, I got to do all these things, yeah. but then when I come out of it, it's just like, oh, yeah, I just got to do that thing. It's just, mm-hmm. it gives you a whole new perspective on everything, mm-hmm. so even that's taken care of. Relationships. Basically, you make such amazing friends doing the sport. Like, so many people, it's not just doing the sport, but people talk about the jujitsu community. Mm-hmm. You get a sense, you get a real sense of community, not like for a lot of people even just within your gym so you have your 40 to 50 people that you see on a regular basis but then if you compete or if you go to a lot of different open mats or you go to a lot of seminars you really build this huge community for yourself mm. like for us it's like we just have so many friends like we I have no doubt if you say like put a place on a map I would probably be able to find a jiu-jitsu gym and find people within my community there mm. um time like you know it's one thing and then also uh career and finances unless you were doing stuff within jujitsu, but that possibility is there to do seminars or to win money doing tournaments mm. but then also like that sense of contribution mm. every time i go to the gym i get a like there's like the we're all somewhere on the totem pole. Mm. So I've got people that teach me stuff, but I've also got people that I get to teach stuff to. Mm. And I do feel like a sense of contribution where people be like, man, like that movie you showed me the other day, I've been using it and this and that. Mm -hmm. And that feels good that other people get to use tools that you've shown them. Yeah. And so, as I said, like out of those seven things of what it takes to be a happy person, Mm. just by going to a jujitsu class, you'll probably take care of four or five of those no problem
0: sure yeah and
1: so it's such an amazing like that's why wouldn't you want one tool in your like like one habit that you do that contributes to so much of your sense of well-being
0: yeah and that's kind of that's what i was going to go to next with it is that it's uh, basically a sense of like it's it's learning discipline without even really realizing all the like the discipline you're learning. Yeah. It's kind of like if you were to go to the army, which you guys have both been in the Marines, and it's I don't know how similar like doing jitsu is to going to the Marines, but I'm sure I'm sure it has the similarities, but I definitely don't think it feels the same. Oh. It's kind of like one is fun, the other is not. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. But <laughs> it does
1: feel a certain uh, like psychological need. Like yeah. that, both like by all right, by doing this, I did that. And same vice versa. I do, I do
2: like that. Like both of them, you know where you where you sit at the table. You yeah. know hierarchy. Like Absolutely, you have rank yeah. here. You have rank here. Yeah. You have a, a, a tribe of people here. Like mm. where do you fall in? Oh, yeah. I'm I'm like a kind of like respected member here. Like I have yeah. like oh I, I feel good about myself. You know. Yeah. The I, tribes are different. I, I'm climbing I'm climbing up the ladder. You know. <laughs> but um, you know it's very important because like we're social creatures too. You know like to mm. like how many friends do you have, like, oh, like, so many, right, like, it's and then you feel good about that, right, Yeah, you're always somebody you could talk to, or put an arm around, or, or somebody that can make you laugh, or things that you get outside of, like, you know, the physical, like, you know, it's just like, oh, there's a, an emotional connection to these people that you see every day that, like, have cool jobs, or, like, they're doctors, or, you know what I'm saying, like, it's like, mm. oh, dude, like, what do you do, like, it's very cool, you know, mm. like, we're just... That's cool. I didn't know like the, it fulfills so many things that yeah. like uh, you are required to be happy, but they overlap so much. So, like oh, it is one. Yeah. It, it does accomplish a huge nugget of like you know making you happy. That's maybe why like sometimes like the, the discipline of going to class like maybe there's some days you don't want to go. You go, you know what I'm saying? Like oh, like ah oh, tricked you, right? Like yeah, yeah. You thought <laughs> I was, tricked you, Brandon. You thought you were going <laughs> to get out of this.
1: Like no, we're here. <laughs> was also, there was also a study done recently. Like not even of just like the basic needs. But of human touch, it's such an important aspect for your, like, sense of well-being. Mm. And doing jujitsu actually, like, fills that niche. It's like you're, even though you're in, it, like, in some part of your brain looks at it as conflict, another part of it recognizes that it's not, that you're not really in a fight to the death here. Yeah. That you and somebody else are, like, cooperatively trying to learn the same thing. This is play. Yeah. Yeah. So that I'm, like, I need you to attack me in this way so I know how to defend these things and then I'm going to shoot right back and attack you in the way. And so, like, we're we're using each other to kind of to actively play. To simulate that. That, <laughs> that human touch, that real human touch, it is like you are, there is an exchange going on, and it's actually really good for you. I think it, like, creates a lot of uh, oxytocin.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And then, um, oh, God, I keep forgetting everything I'm going to say. But uh, the other thing I remember was that... Um, It also it like uh, injuries and things that do happen in that. Even though that seems like a downside, I realise now how much of an upside it is. because like i was saying before about how fragile you can like the human body really is you actually i started learning actually how to like physically take care of myself a lot better yeah. not just in a sense of being in danger but like if i do get injured now i know how to like actually rest up and actually how to heal quicker and you know i can help people to heal quicker and just, that in itself is actually kind of a really big thing that no one really thinks about it, like not, when you have like a little bit of knowledge because this it does get passed around amongst anybody in this kind of like a hobby is that you now you can start to tell people you know what to do in order to like relax to to heal their wounds quicker and maybe how to keep clean to like in, avoid getting like a skin well, infections like yeah, staph and stuff like, like so that a
2: couple of days ago the three of us were in an ice bath together yeah to, to heal up, uh, yeah. you know yeah and that's absolutely. like oh the same the same people like well oh, like how do we heal how do we fix each other like mm. fucking into the ice yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and so breath
1: work another important aspect but you're right and no matter what you do in life, like this body ages and yeah. things happen. Yeah. And what a lot of people don't realize, the worst thing in the world that you can be doing for yourself is what 90% of people do is by sitting in a chair all day mm. and like work. So whether you're tr- like in traffic all day driving to work mm. or your job is a desk job and you're sitting at that computer with mm. that shitty posture, that's going to create more problems for yourself in the future than – Getting on the mats and trying to break each other's arms. Yeah. But you hit it right on the head, though, because it's not just the jujitsu. Yeah. It's by going to jujitsu, it's like, well, like, I would love to stay out all night with you guys and party, mm. but like, I got training in the morning, mm-hmm. and like, I don't feel good when I'm hungover or when I've been eating shitty food all day. Mm. So I'm not gonna do that. I'm not gonna drink all night. I'm not gonna eat shitty food. I am gonna jump in an ice bath. I am gonna look for other ways, like things like doing yoga to maintain my body. And so you're like that, that element of I'm doing this, but this is just a, a corner piece. And then everything else I do, like a lot, like a lot of it revolves around, well, since I have this, I can't, I'm not going to smoke crystal meth tonight <laughs> because of, you know, when I'm strung out, I don't train well. And like you start doing good things Spicky for song. you, <laughs> you do good things for your body for your mind for your let's say we'll say for your spirit it's a fucking thing yeah, sure, uh, yeah you do good things for all of these things because in like maybe we don't do it all for jujitsu, but if jiu-jitsu isn't the court like the centerpiece it's another like nugget and whatever it may be for you that you're trying to develop to be a better person
0: yeah i mean it starts off as like oh is fun and it's for jitsu but then it just ends up ultimately being for you and then you're know, yeah. like you kind of end up kind of helping other people inadvertently not realizing oh god I picked all this up just because I was rolling around on the floor yeah. like trying to strangle people and then it, it it's apparent to me that it, with all these benefits why don't people do this more why isn't there like more of this around like I mean maybe it's a little bit early I guess still and it's like development yeah, which is kind of weird tea, yeah but uh you think well god I, this is so good for you what like how and why don't pe- more people do this? And I'm hoping that maybe someone will listen to this and realize, God, this is actually, he's got some really good points and maybe I should try this. But uh, I like, like his accent. Yeah. <laughs> I hope somebody listens to it too. Thanks, man. God, that would be really nice. <laughs> but, um yeah, I, I mean, to this very day, you guys are still doing it. I mean, you're at brown belt. And uh, the, uh, in jiu-jitsu, it's a very respected belt. It's one above pretty much the be-all and end-all Sorta. Sort of <laughs> sort of for most people, but for yeah. us we
2: always have like that, um higher belt hanging around too. You know what I'm saying? Like mm. like ooh, like, oh you, you respect the black belt, like we take it one further like because yeah, you know, really. we have so many, it's like, wait a minute, like we yeah. have I mean, got a coral belt in the Yeah, you've got Jean yeah. Jacques. he's a minute. There's no you get peek the past like, oh shoot, it goes deeper and now it's still you know. But oh, yeah. it's not even
1: about a belt, it's about just having the practice and no matter what not it is that you do <laughs> no matter what it is you do in life, uh, you know, you're gonna be somewhere on the totem pole. You're not gonna be the best at everything. Yeah. And like jujitsu kind of allows you to be that and who cares if I'm not gonna be the best at everything, who cares if I'm not a black belt now, or if you're like another belt, but who cares if you've been a white belt for two years now and your instructor hasn't given you moves with, like, your blue belt yet? Like this isn't about that. It's about going to better yourself. Mm. You know, it's not about wearing this thing and feeling like this. If you're a white belt, then wear it with pride. Who gives a shit? Sure. Like
0: our
2: friend.
1: (laughs) (laughs)
0: Yeah. Let's see. Just
1: having your practice, whatever your practice may be. Like I'd probably be like a white belt in meditation, but I'm still gonna, Mm -hmm. I'm still working on it. I'm still, there's nothing wrong with being in the beginning phases of a thing and just actively working on it.
0: Yeah. And I that, that's kind of the point I was going to go to is that uh, because you guys are brown belts and in a sense even though you haven't reached the absolute pinnacle and top of jiu-jitsu if there ever is one in a sense you kind of have done everything that you could ever really need to do as a human but, like you understand how to like do everything in jiu-jitsu you could definitely I mean you could definitely do like nearly I imagine anything, any move, any like anything you needed to do in like a physical confrontation and you've learned all these things and it's kind of almost like not that the journey's ended, but you've done enough to feel like uh, satiated, I guess is the word. You you do walk around with a confidence that never goes away. You know what
2: I'm saying? Like like
0: the ability to handle
2: yourself or protect others. Like that, that doesn't change from day to day. You have it always, you know? Yeah,
0: absolutely. Pretty cool. But in that sense, if you have all that, um, what is I mean what's your What's the end game for you guys Where does it ever like Where Where is it enough Where do you think it's uh... well, there,
1: well there is no end game It's Like just enjoying the journey As it is Because hmm. I know when I get my black belt It'll be a great moment hmm. uh, You know I'll give my speech uh, It'll Never be cheers in the crowd a I'll get the standing <laughs> ovation And then the next day I just go back to training And it's just like It's a I, When I was a brown belt It was the same thing When I was a purple belt Like when you get the belt It's a great day Mm-hmm And then it's just you go back and you go back and you just keep training, Mm. and because there is no end goal, like some things are just great for just do like you know just being in it, Mm -hmm. and so like that is that's it for me. There's no end goal. I get as people, uh, we are ever evolving. I've gone to enough personal development events to recognize that people like in their eighties still have these hopes and dreams and like these big plans of I'm going to start this business. I'm going to start mm-hmm. this new habit yeah. and like there's no point in life where you're just like alright I've done it. yeah, I've done it I just get to sit in this chair and just watch the days go by. Mm. Like it's just Yeah that's when you die. <laughs> <laughs> that's, when, that's when it's
2: a, a you know I don't know uh, definitely getting a black belt and having like a goal of a school and stuff like that and mm. it's like it just keeps it going like you know and to have students and to, to do it all you know, because we have the little kids team, too. And I'm like, I definitely would want to see, like, some of them come up through the through the ranks as
0: well.
1: Yeah. And then, yeah, like, oh, you're second. You you created a generation, you know? Like, boom.
0: Absolutely, yeah. It's definitely I'm,
1: good to have what's next. But, yeah, there's no end goal. There's definitely no end goal. Um,
0: yeah. And I, th- I think that's a, you know, a, a, that's a really important thing is that uh, there isn't... I mean, everybody has their own sort of idea of why they want to take Jiu-Jitsu and what they want to get out of it. But it ultimately... The interesting thing for me was that it, this is like this isn't ever really going to end ever. It's yeah. like once once you kind of get that, like you get hooked into it, it's you realize that you know you want to do this for yourself, and you do. You know, a lot of people will just you know they'll get to a black belt and they're like, um, i will pretty much call it. A day. Some people get to blue belt and they'll pretty much I'll call it a day. Yeah, I'm good, I'm done. But uh, like when you actually really get into it, um, all this stuff and all the other stuff that you pick up along the way, it again inadvertently. It, if it affects everything else and it, it, it only ever really affects it in a positive way because then you sort of bring it onto the newer generations of people and they they'll they'll be greater than you and they'll just keep doing it and I can't help but keep urging, well, trying to urge people like that Scientologist in the street. You should probably give this a try because it's going to really, it's only going to do beneficial things. I mean, unless for some reason you're an insanely unlucky soul, you take a jujitsu class and somebody stabs you in the face. (laughs) 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 This is hell. God, this is
1: horrible. Or
2: or like your instructor is a douche, or like you get, or some something happens where you fall into like a weird, like you know the guy you train with every day is a bully. You know, there's some weird stuff, but, like, you know, for the most part, it's been great,
0: you know? Yeah, but it's kind of like... it weeds
2: those people out.
0: It's true, but, I mean, even in that sense, if you go and you, you, let's say, let's take the guy who is the bully, because that's, like, it's kind of like you're finding, like, a test. You're finding a test to, like, see if you can overcome it. Mm -hmm. And if you don't overcome that thing, it's kind of like, well, you let, you kind of let that have a complete hold and control over you. You didn't really, like, figure out a way to be okay with it. You just kind of you, you faced it, and if you, even if you didn't necessarily like beat the guy, or like I don't know, if you didn't like come to if you you know you're not on like amicable terms with him or whatever it is, it's like that's basically it. wasn't just that that it wasn't just the jitsu was a problem. I don't like jiu-jitsu. That was actually something that you haven't figured out how to do, just period, because that's going to apply to absolutely everything as well. Just like the positives, and I feel like that that's what jiu-jitsu... And other, uh, every other martial arts going to do is that it will help you to sort of solve these like life problems without yeah. even realizing that you're actually solving life problems. Yeah. And I don't know, I think that's a really cool thing. I personally, um, that's kind of why I started doing this podcast because I realized that all these things that I was learning in Jiu-Jitsu were great and uh, I figured I might as well like try and talk to these everybody and tell everybody how... I like these are the things I've picked up from it, and this is probably why. And everyone should maybe give it a shot, and I don't know. See if you can apply it to your own selves and yeah. it, like anybody else that you might be able to help in a big connection. Yeah. Uh, a lot
1: of times when people give me like jujitsu advice, like you know, like they're talking and I'm like, is this jujitsu advice or is this life advice? Right. Yeah, you know, yeah. Yeah. A lot of times people are just constantly you know, maybe trying the same moves over and over. And it's just like, well, if you keep trying and it's not working, are you like, you know, why don't you just try something else? it's like, you start like thinking like, oh, wait a minute, like trying to like move up in this job that I don't like, but you know, I keep trying and it's not working. I should, Try something else. All right, like it's like mm-hmm. all right. I'm gonna quit my job. Like no, no, no. Yeah, I us talking yeah, about I hear you loud and clear,
0: so I, I, like, Yeah, right. Yeah, and I suppose you could argue that you could take any discipline, be it mm-hmm. uh, like a sport or going to the Marines or doing anything like that, and you could pick up the same, uh, the same like disciplines and like uh, morals and all that good stuff. But uh, virtues was the word I was looking for. Actually, uh, that's the one. Heard. Sorry. But I feel like with the with this, it's it's kind of like, it's it's a lot more casual, isn't it? It's a lot more casual than, like, specifically, like, I will go to the gym every day at 6 in the morning. Because it's that's kind of, in a weird way, unrealistic. You yeah. just don't do that because we're just not like, what? Some people do, if you're like, Jocko Willink, and you will get up at that time. But discipline. But, no, but
2: that's discipline. But that's loves discipline. Loves dis- yeah. that's, that's the, the military. Like, you do that. You don't enjoy it, you do it anyways. You yeah, military. yeah. But
1: the people that get out of the military, because a lot of them... Lose that discipline, but someone like Jocko Willing, like you, like in his language and how he talks, mm-hmm. he's obsessed with discipline. Yeah, he really likes he loves it, yeah, discipline. He will <laughs> do disciplined as fuck things. Yeah, because like there's something about it that he enjoys. Yeah, most people like we kind of tolerate, tolerate discipline because yeah. they understand that it brings good things. But unless you love discipline, yeah, don't don't set things that are going to be at four in the morning and then you got to run twenty miles. But if you're someone like that tolerates discipline, but you want to have a steady workout regimen, Mm. then you should find a regimen that you're actually going to be like, you know what, I just look forward to going to that. Mm -hmm. I don't look forward to waking up at four in the morning and going out in the cold and running up a mountain, but I enjoy doing this thing at noon Mm. where I get to see a bunch of my friends and then we try to break each other's arms and we... We bullshit about life, mm-hmm. and like I enjoy that. I can look forward to that, and yeah. so since I can look forward to that, I can do that five days a week if I—that's how often I want to do it. And so it's like that's what you get out of it. You get that. Oh, I can look forward to that.
0: Yeah, it takes it takes away that sort of like dread of just like oh, this is like sort of I, I have to do this because, yeah. because I kind of like oh, I, yeah. I I'm trying to, have, to fix myself. I
2: used to have that for work a lot, like just like the uh, oh
0: yeah but no yeah, one tra- likes traffic yeah. people yeah ugh,
2: like bosses like it sucked mm. but um to to replace that and like do something that you love you're like oh that's the goal you know that's like the thing I, on some level like i hate working out but this is a workout you know mm-hmm. do i classify it as a workout in my head nope. no yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah. different you know yeah,
0: it's, it feels a lot more casual and then like if it's if it feels a lot more casual it's going to be people are going to tend to stick to it a lot better. Yeah. Which is why I think people get really hooked because it's really fun with it. And with any martial art too, you get not only the sense of community and friendship and all these bonds and things you learn, but it, it takes away, it doesn't feel so, it doesn't feel like you have to slowly grind to become a better person. It just yeah. kind of, you just do it without, and it, it's taken away. Yeah. And like, that's a really cool thing within itself. And I like, again, I would urge anybody to just try it just to, to get a feel for it. And then, yeah. Absolutely.
1: I also like how you, like, you know, like a Scientologist, like comparing it to that. <laughs> well, because no, every time like, you see any kind of documentary on like a cult, it's always every cult, Scientology included, I, I, what they have is at the surface, it's all good stuff. If you go into a Scientology museum and like let them talk to you for a little bit mm. and listen to what they have to say, that like initial part to get people hooked is always good stuff. It's about self-improvement yeah. and it's about creating a better world. And you start thinking like, who wouldn't want that? Of course I would want that. But then what makes a cult a cult is that as you get into it, and then, like, the leader wants to fuck your wife, and then then they say that the aliens are coming, and we all gotta drink this Kool-Aid in order to kill ourselves. And every time I see any documentary on any cult, I'm like, why can't anyone just make a cult where it's just the good stuff, and no one's trying to fuck my wife or get us all to kill ourselves? And then I realized, oh, there are good cults out there. Jiu-jitsu is one of them.
0: Yeah, it's just you don't
1: hear about them because of when you hear cults, it's like, oh, that's a negative thing. Yeah, I don't absolutely. want to be in a cult. But there are things where it's like, you know what, this isn't a, like, a positive thing where it, you come in and it's just a self-improvement and you work on yourself and there's positive influences in your life and no one's trying to fuck your wife <laughs> or make you kill yourself. Yeah. And it's like, oh, just, this is one of those good cults that I've always been saying, why don't these exist? Yeah. But the existence just, uh, you just have to find them and trust that. You know, they're not going to get you to kill yourself or
0: anything wacky like that. Yeah, I mean, and that word's become a very tainted cult, because it, every single time somebody says a cult, you feel that there's, like, a there's an, uh, that authoritarian leader who yeah. has an ulterior yeah. motive for you to do this kind of thing, and he might not say it, but you eventually you find you're out finding, it's like...
1: Yeah, you're brought in by the, like, let's make this world a better place. It's yeah, but exactly, like, oh, get behind yeah. that,
0: and then all of a sudden you're, you know, you're wearing a white hood and killing black people. Yeah. So. Well, we have to, <laughs> yeah, you, like, yeah. you, wear, you
1: wear the white robe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh wow, okay. Yeah, (laughs)
0: Yeah, you're drinking poison like tropical drinks. But
1: um It's a positive cult. We got one of those. Yeah. Every (laughs) once
2: in a while we do a sacrifice. Well
1: that's every once in a while.
2: Then we have a party, it's sweet.
0: (laughs) Absolutely. And um and going back to like you know, how you said uh you even though it's like a a cult, it's also a very personal thing, so it doesn't necessarily become about this like it doesn't have an ulterior motive It It, it's literally about your self-development and then applying that to everything else in your life whether that be other people or just like your everyday like hobbies and things you do and yeah and yeah that's I mean that pretty much wraps up for me if there's anything you guys want to add to that
2: this is a cool little discussion, man. Thank you.
0: Thank uh, you, Jake. Yeah, no, thanks for you guys taking time. I really there appreciate are some it. crazies
2: out there we have to deal with, like Dorsota and Jess Janine. Rapid Sparza. Matt Conan. Shout <laughs> out friend of mine
0: from England. Um, but yeah, uh, if, if anybody does listen, they, they feel inspired to actually go and take Jiu Jitsu, and they end up having a really negative time for some weird reason i swear just try give it another shot at a different place where
1: yeah somebody sweats in your mouth yeah (laughs) like that's okay just keep keep training uh things happen but you become a stronger person a happier person you gain cool friends the people that you're surrounded with are all other people looking for self-improvement and when you have that then you know your possibilities in life are endless
0: absolutely and i think that's a Good note to end on there. Yeah. leave it at that then. You guys are all served. Make the world you... a better place, people. <laughs> one, one you at a time. Well, how's it go again? If you want to make the world a better place, take make a look at yourself, yourself and make it. a change.
1: Take a look at yourself and uh, sign up for your nearest jiu-jitsu academy. Yeah, right. He really did make especially, a change, he, uh, when he looked at himself.
0: Boy, oh boy. Uh, <laughs> especially in West
1: Hills at the Los Angeles Jiu-Jitsu Club. Yeah, shout <laughs> out to the uh, jiu-jitsu <laughs>
0: club, anybody that wants to come by. Uh, anybody... J- Jiu-Jitsu,
2: breathing uh french toast we're all about coffee um come down
0: ice bath uh <laughs> wim off uh baths hash, in general <laughs> uh hashtag john Jacques, hashtag uh all that good stuff we got bathrooms we got uh,
2: running water i just got picked up some toilet paper last
0: uh, time all right believe it that one <laughs> thanks guys ah jujitsu jitsu jiu-jitsu jiu-jitsu did i mention that i did jujitsu? jitsu sorry i just wasn't sure but (laughs) sorry i do apologize folks completely not sorry as we all rambled on a little and mentioned a couple big names in that a typical person probably wouldn't know too much about So for that I do apologise, but I promise that wasn't my main intention. Uh, The goal was to try and shed a light on the benefits that it's done for me and for many others before me. Before I started training martial arts, uh, I had a warped perspective on what I thought was physically possible in your everyday life. and I wasn't as health conscious, nor did I have the knowledge I do now on how to keep healthy. Uh, I didn't have any idea the level of detail and the vast amount of finesse and skill It takes which translates to a lot of other things I didn't have a wealth of knowledge and multiple topics from the people you meet at jiu-jitsu and a lot of them have talents that don't just pertain to the martial arts and I think one of the best aspects of it was that I met some of the closest friends in my life and that in itself is actually quite an interesting point because I believe that most people you tend to meet in jiu-jitsu or any other martial arts schools are usually quite quirky or introverted people who are fairly open-minded and you often find at least one person who you can relate to on a much deeper level than usual which is also great for people who are a little older in their life and they've already finished college or school and they're working full-time jobs without much time to meet new people or find exciting new ways to keep fit. Uh, but the real best thing about all of this was that it's literally for anyone, which sounds ridiculous and I know I'm going to sound like a salesman here, but I really cannot think of anything else that has so much benefit to one person that it almost seems a bit ridiculous that more people don't really do it. And I'm hoping that after you've heard all of what I was trying to convey, maybe some of you will take it up or even just give something of a familiar fashion a try until then uh peace out and maybe one day i'll see you in the mats